We just gotta get back on the get back on the swing. I feel like once we start having like more guests, and then we really need to um, get on with Black Heart. Like yeah. once we, you know, get back on the upswing, we'll we eventually gotta do one with Gatry now because that's just gonna be so fun. <laughs> when man, when <laughs> this scheduling shit is fucking wild, bro. Uh-huh. It's gonna have to be on like a holiday for everybody. I think. It's gonna be hard because you don't they, even really have holidays. I mean, outside of Christmas and Thanksgiving, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to take a day off and then do it. Yeah, I'm gonna be working enough days now. I mean, really, right now, I could take off any day I want. It's just I don't ever be trying to take off. Mm-hmm. But he'll let me off whenever. But I just gotta let him know in advance. Um, but yeah, we just gotta map out some shit. We'll be good. I just feel like if we get on with the black card, I'm just gonna argue with Bird the entire time. Probably he has a lot of hot takes. A lot of like like hot takes that he just be sitting in <laughs> that like like Jay Z is overrated. It's like what? Wait, what? Yeah. Like it's like man. No. <sighs> It'll be fun though. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be real fun. It'll be great content. Oh yeah, um, I saw where that nigga had the vid. Yeah, then I, I listened to some of the episodes where he was talking about it. It's like, man, I do not want that because he's he's vaccinated too. It's like, bruh. I thought I had the vid last week. I was like, no, nah, bro, <laughs> they got a player. <laughs> It's just secondhand smoke. Uh, that's exactly how how I'm feeling about fucking homecoming. I'm just like, ooh, we. Yeah. All these people coming from out of town. The football game, the tailgating, the clubs. Yeah. Black going to be packed. All the brunch spots going to be packed on Sunday. Like everywhere is going to be packed every single day. I have decided that I am going to brunch. At black that Sunday though. That would be lit. It's gonna be off on Sunday. I gotta yeah, I'm gonna go out. Also, uh we're just gonna do local events. Uh <laughs> also in other local events, uh the Quantaphonics are back together. Oh shit. And so they are playing Furniture Factory with Wade Brown on October the twenty ninth. Damn, that's a lineup right there. Did you not get Stephanie texted us in the group message. Did you not get that? She did. I um, by the time I saw it, it was late as fuck, and I just didn't. I forgot to respond. I definitely feel like we have to go to that though. Yeah, I'm down. And then we could uh, champagne the campaign a what little is, bit. What is the 29th? It's a Friday. I have to make sure I'm off work. Do it. Do it. We can hang out at Furniture Factory and do some dope shit. Champagne and campaign. 
I gotta see because I might possibly so much that's like going on this month. Um, might possibly be training again for a supervisor. Um, this month, yeah, it's just gonna be crazy. I got. I I gotta check in with this lady. So I might have a fashion show to do Saturday. Ooh, booked and busy. Followed by a wedding on Sunday. Followed by training in the Chattanooga store Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Just for that next weekend to be homecoming. So I know we're gonna be busy at work. I'm probably gonna be booked in the studio. Then I think I actually have another wedding. No, week after that is Krista's bachelorette party in Nashville. Then the week after that is Whitney's birthday. Not that I have to do anything for that or that she's made plans. I'm not sure. And then the week after that, I think I have a wedding in Atlanta on the 30th. Um, <laughs> I just feel like I'm going to be fucking tired this week or this month. Oh, yeah. My, I, need to, I need to check in with these people for this upcoming weekend to make sure. Because these are people that talk to me in advance about these dates and now these dates are here <laughs> this year is flying nigga bro why like why is time flying like this I don't know maybe this is the end of days now this <laughs> <laughs> like is it what is it is the fucking I don't know like I don't know it's just weird now like it'd be it'd be the first of the month, and then you look up, and it's already like last week. Somebody was like, uh, "October is next weekend." I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, is 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 the motherfucking depletion of the ozone layer sucking time <laughs> out? Like, time is a man-made concept. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just weird. I, I also realized I need to start going on dates, bro. Why you say that? I don't know. I just like I don't know. I've been really feeling myself right now. <laughs> I've also been getting the look. And it's also, you know, when the fall weather and uh the winter come, it is big man season. Oh yeah. And then so everybody <laughs> trying to get a teddy bear. <laughs> and I just need to be the teddy bear that these bitches want. Everybody out here trying to stay warm. The funniest shit is on Twitter. Anytime somebody talks about like them liking fat niggas or something, them niggas that uh, love the gym and don't have a personality. Not talking about niggas that go to the gym, but I'm specifically talking about niggas that don't have a personality. Gym is their personality. Or uh, them being 6'2 is their personality. Mm-hmm. Them niggas be hating. Be like, man, bitches out here fucking fat niggas. Like, yeah. Because we're fun. <laughs> right. And we eat good food. Right. We have personalities. We like good ass fucking food. We like to drink good. Why wouldn't you want to fucking hang out with us? Get with the winning team, bitch. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Y'all doing all y'all doing all them weights and shit. <laughs> Don't know how to fucking talk to anybody. Them weights is sucking out your personality. Like them niggas be heated, bro. On like Facebook and Twitter. That shit be funny as fuck though. And it's just like chill, bro. Y'all ain't gonna always get chose. It's cause they ain't never getting chose. Mm-hmm. It's be it'd be like, say I ain't got no hoes without saying it. They be telling on themselves <laughs> right. for real. Meanwhile, I can't get a text back, but this fat ass nigga got tons of bitches. Yeah. Fat ass nigga know how to talk to women. Imagine that. <laughs> Instead of the nigga that's just trying to fuck. Not saying that big niggas can't be toxic, because we are definitely just as toxic. People are toxic in general. Yeah, this is true. Just like that one tweet where they were like, big niggas want to chill you with like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fucking lie. I don't put nothing past nobody. Bro, listen. Oh no. I think it's it's different though, because I got I have a certain level of confidence that I didn't have when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And it's coming out more. But that shit is funny as fuck. Confidence. It's crazy when that shit comes. Yeah, and it's not force or fate. It's just mm-hmm. actual just be like, nah, I'm a pretty cool person. Like I don't think I'm that nigga, but I'm one of them niggas. <laughs> I be feeling like that bitch from time to time. Like Flo Millie. Speaking of that bitch, she is gorgeous. That shit is wild. We knew that though, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. But it's just like, didn't we? Yeah. She's really out here though, too. That's what's up. Bitch, I'm from Alabama. <laughs> um, Cash Doll is pregnant. Yeah. Niggas was sad, <laughs> bro. After months of people speculating and her being like, damn, leave me alone. Like, blah, blah, I'm not pregnant. I just I just be thinking that shit is so funny. Like I rather people just be like Beyonce and don't say shit. Yeah. Like d- don't deny that you're pregnant just to come out and tell us months later that you're pregnant. Like what? Just don't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah I, I guess they, they be trying to keep it secret. I understand it, but it's like at the end of the day. Just don't say nothing. Right. You won't have to don't I don't know. Bruh, them niggas was so fucking upset. Yeah, there was so many memes and <laughs> crying videos and the one that always be having me fucking dying. Oh, I can't do it. I'm gonna kill my <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do it. <laughs> and then of course fuck y'all. Uh, fuck. 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 What the fuck, y'all? She said, why? Congratulations. No, these niggas is hilarious. I'm so happy. Congratulations. It reminded me of that time that uh, Scotty Beam said she was going on her first vacation. Oh, yeah. And niggas, I was one of the niggas, too, because I was like... 
hope you have a good time. <laughs> this one nigga was like, I hope you be safe because you know it's COVID out here. Like, man, niggas was so damn bad. We all were supporting each other. Yeah, I'll be trying to play it off too. Like, oh, you deserve it, mom. You deserve it, queen. Right. Like, God damn it. <laughs> and he better be good to you. <laughs> Get on that. I'll be there. <sighs> right. The Jackson Five was preaching that shit. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. also, uh, I didn't watch this, but the, the BMF show came out, and Cash Doll was in that, and she showed them things, and them things was thanking. Now, what exactly is BMF? Black Mafia Family. Okay, I don't um, know what it stood for. Yeah, uh, the historic Black Mafia Family, which if you know, you know. <laughs> you don't know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, an alleged criminal syndicate in the nine in the nineties and two thousands of black gangsters that pretty much were running things in the south. Hmm. Well, Detroit what, and the south. I was going to say what's what south specifically? They allegedly used to have a uh, I can't remember what strip club it was. But they met up at a strip club every thing, Monday in Atlanta. No matter where you were, you're supposed to be at that strip club on that Monday. <laughs> strip clubs be open on Mondays? For the Black Mafia family, they do. This is all alleged, of course. Because niggas is still out here affiliated. And I ain't got nothing to do with them niggas. But I will not say anything bad about them niggas. But hey. Now, what kind of shit were they running exactly? Just the drug cartel? Uh, I wouldn't say they were the cartel, but they were... All right. You know who Big Meech is. Well, you've heard of Big Meech. Meech was one of the people in Black Mafia family. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. This guy... I'm just going to look at the Wikipedia article. It's the best way to say it. <laughs> the Black Mafia family was founded in 1989 in Detroit by brothers Demetrius Big Meech Flinneroy and Terry Southwest T. Flinneroy. And by 2000, had established cocaine distribution sales throughout the United States through the L.A.-based uh, drug source and direct links to the Mexican drug cartels. Black Mafia family operated two main hubs, one in Atlanta for distribution and one in L.A. Hmm. And they also uh, were promoters for Jeezy. Jeezy was a Black Mafia affiliate. Never fucking knew that. Yeah. Territory, states, Alabama, California, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi... Missouri, New York, North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, and Tennessee. Damn. Membership, over 15 
a thousand members and indicted thus far. Indicted. Thousand? Yeah. Good fucking grief. In 2005, the DEA indicted members of the Black Mafia family, ultimately securing convictions by targeting the Flannery brothers. And both were sentenced to 30 years in prison. Mm-mm. Prosecutors alleged the Black Mafia family made over $270 million in the course of their operations. Jeez. Yeah. So they out here. That's crazy. I never knew. Yep. Hmm. Okay, then. But yeah, Cash Doll showed them titties. And the titties was nice, bro. <laughs> what, um... What platform or what channel? What streaming is it? I, I think it's on Stars because I think Fifty Fifty produced it. Okay, is all his shit just gonna be on Stars? Yeah, I think they have a distribution deal. Okay. Also, Fifty be wildin', bro, because they uh they came out with the cause of death for uh, Michael K. Williams, and it was uh accidental. Uh, Don't say fentanyl. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing Fentanyl. that. He had uh, he had cocaine and heroin in his system, and apparently somebody had laced it with fentanyl, which is mm. killing a lot of people, some close to us. So, yeah, y'all be safe. But anyway, well, not anyway. Well, in addition to, 50 has some kind of weird thing where he didn't, he had beef with Michael K. Williams or whatever. So he's been taunting him in death. I didn't know that. Who the f- how sick do you have to be? Fifty Cent. Um, that shit ain't funny to me, man. It's not. Like that nigga. I don't know. He has some serious issues. Like this isn't the first time that he's done some shit that is just outlandish. Yeah. Like what the fuck? But yeah, he was like. So he's been promoting uh, the rise of Kane, Kanan, mm-hmm. and. Being like, yeah, so Michael K. Williams was on that uh, Blue Tops, too. Y'all uh, watched the new episode, of, and I'm like, man, nigga, shut the fuck up. What? Do all our favorite rappers have to go down bad? Yeah, clearly. Favorite rappers going down bad. Oh, God. We'll continue our conversation from last week. Oh, Nikki. Nikki out here acting up still. Did you see um, um, her husband's uh, accuser went on the reel? No. And talked about what happened. This guy. Hey, we, we got to watch this for a second. Cause I can't believe you didn't see that. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty awful. Jennifer, have you ever spoken to Nikki directly? I did in March of 2020. She called me, and she said that she got word that I was willing to help them out in a situation. I I didn't understand what she was referring to. Um, she offered to fly me and my family to L.A. She, um, I turned it down, and I told her, woman to woman, this really happened. And I hadn't spoken to her since. Now, you allege that Nikki and Kenneth 
were harassing you in what way? With them sending people to negotiate numbers as far as money is concerned with family members. And Nikki is the one who personally reached out to me. She's, you know, in regards to helping her, helping them in this situation. And then the threats that I received because I kept saying no to every offer, to every suggestion. The last um, incident was when um, one of their associates put $20,000 on my lap and I still kept saying no. The last message I received was that I should have taken the money because they're going to use that money to put on my head. And then I just, I just cut off everything, changed my numbers. I moved multiple times, um, relocated from away from my children because I didn't want anything to come back and affect them. So I've just I've kind of been in fear for the last year. This associate that she's referring to, this is the same guy who recently posted an Instagram video threatening to, uh, to, to either kill or to do bodily harm to Jennifer. And this post came literally six days after Kenneth Petty accepted a plea deal here in California uh, for failing to register as a sex offender. This is the same guy that showed up at Jennifer's house with the $20,000 and put it on her lap with a pre-written recantment statement that he tried to force her to sign on behalf of uh, Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty. This is the same associate that, um, that sent Jennifer a text message from Kenneth Petty with Nicki Minaj's phone number informing her that this is the number that you will receive a call from. And that number is the one that called her. What are you guys wanting to come from this lawsuit? To let them know that they were wrong and you can't do this to people. You shouldn't do this to people. He did something a, a long time ago and, and he had consequences that he was supposed to stick with. What they did to me and my family wasn't okay. It wasn't right, and it doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter what your status is. You can't intimidate people to make things go better for you, and, and that's what they did. And I want my daughters to know that as they grow, as they experience life, as they come in contact with friends, family, strangers, whatever, that, 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 they'll, be, that they'll have the strength to know that they have a voice and, and they should use it and don't ever let anybody try to silence them. What do you want to say to people who don't believe you? They have the right to their opinions. They have the right to their thoughts. But you don't get to attack people because you don't believe. And you don't get to paint a picture of, of you know, this narrative that they put out. Of, you know, I'm a white girl who falsely accused a black boy. You don't get to do that. It doesn't matter what race you are. You know, you should be able to speak up and, and not have people intimidate you. She white? No, but Nikki put out a story saying that it was a white girl who uh, lied. Uh, basically trying to play the whole... The race element. Emmett Till. Yeah. Dang, that is so fucked up. 
she's not lying. They got this woman living in fear. After her husband literally raped her, he's still harassing his rape victim 20 years later. That's crazy. Yo. I know I've said on the show that canceling is not real. That being said, yo, we got to cancel Nikki. She got to leave this nigga and get out of this. It's not even enough. And I know that that's not going to happen, but. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. that's, That's the only way that she can. But it's a pattern. Her brother is in jail for raping his stepdaughter. It's a she surrounds herself with some of the worst niggas. What was her dad like? I don't, he died what this year or last year? He got yeah, hit by he a got car. Hit in a car car accident. Never heard anything bad about him, but yo. Like the fuck? What the fuck? Whoever would have thought that this would be an issue for Nicki Minaj? No. You couldn't have told me this in 2007. No. When Super Bass was out and we all wanted fucking... Was that 2007? It wasn't 2007. It was like 2009, 2010. 2009. 2010. Pink Print came I mean, not... Pink Friday came out the same year. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy came. Anyway, yeah, you just could not have ever told me. No, the same woman that talked all this shit about not having broke niggas and not letting these niggas do this and that got a broke nigga that got all this drama and shit, and now she's trying to harass a rape victim, Bruh she could have chose any nigga. Literally. She is fucking gorgeous. She could have chose any sperm donor to have her fucking kid. I just feel like... I, it, it is very strange to me when women vehemently go against other women talking about their sexual assault experiences. Yeah. Especially because number-wise, we know most women have had some level of that. I just So that's like, that's one of the red, it's a lot of red flags, but that's one of the red flags. Women not supporting women, and to this degree, to a criminal degree, literally. Like, how you doing all this shit to make somebody recant? And then for them to threaten to fucking kill her? Like in that way, like, yeah. Take this money, or this is the money that we're gonna use to pay somebody to. Ooh, that's why uh, Nicki Minaj went on that whole tangent last week. All that shit was to distract us from this, but it didn't work. But the Barb's are still defending Nicki. They're fucking sick. First and foremost, fan culture is sick in itself. I just want to know what the fuck their home life is is like. Like, do y'all just be behind closed doors, stressing every day, yelling at each other, going through it because you don't know what the fuck going on, what's gonna happen? 
She gonna go eat that nigga eventually. She got to. She don't have a choice. But it don't. Even but her leaving can't absolve her from the shit she's doing. Was it worth it? Mm-mm. You just threw like she threw away her, her fucking legacy for a broke nigga. Because I mean. Anybody compared to Nicki Minaj is going to be a broke nigga. But <laughs> you you held down rap for women for years. That shit starts slipping from your clutches and you start doing all this wild shit. Mm-hmm. I understand trying to be a mom or trying to start a family. But you could have found literally anybody. anybody. You could have went back to Safari's dumbass. Right. You could have went back to Meek Mill. You're just going to marry a dumb nigga. They might be lame as fuck, but they ain't got no rape stories, rape cases and Very allegations. True. And Very got true. you in a, tin, a tizzy trying to figure out how the fuck to get out of it. Or she could have been gone back to who I thought she would end up with, Nas. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. That was a cute couple. That was. I agree. But no, nah, she wanted to go choose a fucking... Uh, a fucking rapist. Get the fuck out of here, man. And, That's so sad. And the show even more that she's a fucking liar. Last week, the whole story was she won that whole Twitter rampage because she didn't want to be away from her son, her young son and risk getting COVID. That bitch went on fucking stage in L.A. Friday at Lil Baby's concert. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. She's a fucking liar. Yeah, she just wanted to escape any potential questioning because they definitely would have thrown some shit at her on the red carpet. Yeah. So, Nikki, tell us about your rapist husband. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely would have tried it on the carpet. She knew what the fuck she was doing. But it wasn't even just that. She's trying to stop all of this shit because she knew it was coming. Because for them to have already filed it, she knew weeks ago. Probably last week. The fact that she's even still being booked for things, though, is... I mean, yeah, we are definitely controlled. Oh, my That song is dope as fuck though. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold That's it. That's what I was gonna say. Like they, they trying to make that money. They wouldn't stop Nikki from coming if she was. But yeah, little baby and little Dirk brought her out. Um. But yeah, Nicki Minaj is a fucking liar. These are some wild and a times. rape apologist. Who fucking wouldn't fucking... Who had that on their apocalypse bingo? I didn't. If you had told me uh, five years ago that Kanye would be uh, hugging a a racist and saying he loved him like a father, I might have believed that shit. But if you told me Nicki Minaj would marry a rapist and become a professional rape apologist, I wouldn't have had it. 
What is the issue? She need therapy. Fuck therapy. She's a bad person. Let's just go with that. <laughs> therapy ain't gonna save all these niggas, man. It don't fucking matter about this therapy shit. We gotta quit acting like <laughs> that's gonna save bad people from being bad people. She's a bad person. And I know that's your fave. I've been here before, bro. There's <laughs> nothing worse than when your fave is a awful, horrible person. I've experienced this at many things. Kanye has broken my heart many a time. But what I will say, well. Roman, Roman, stop it. She's gone mad. Mad, I tell you, mad. That was perfect. <laughs> Roman has gone mad. Bro, I've been here many a times with Kanye. You be excited they're going to come out with some new music and shit. And then they disappoint you in the worst way ever. It's basically like our dating lives. <laughs> be, it's a roller coaster of emotion. Right. Being a fan is just like dating somebody. You be truly thinking, like you don't want them to be in a relationship. You don't want them obviously to get pregnant by nobody or start a family without you. <laughs> And then if you don't approve of them, they just need to get rid of that motherfucker. You want to know their every move? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You think about them every day? Hmm. You've made uh, memories that's only one-sided. It's sick. Speaking of things going on in the world, Kelly Price. Guess what the fuck is that shit about? What the fuck? When I read that shit, I was like, I read it twice. I was like, hey, wait, what? Because, all right, so the first story was, all right, she had gotten COVID, which I had, I had, I felt like I had seen that, but you, you know, in a pandemic, you used to be like, oh, of course, a celebrity catches fucking COVID. Like, Chris Rock got COVID. Everybody got fucking COVID. The world got COVID. <laughs> but COVID has the world. Right. <laughs> COVID had the earth is on COVID's infinities. It's one of COVID's infinity stones. <laughs> it got us. It's just like the, uh, when they quoted the Bible, when two or three are amongst the eye <laughs> Always near. <laughs> COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, so they said Kelly Price had COVID. She had a bad case of it, so she was hospitalized. Some kind of way, in the midst of this, they uh, let her check out, and her family has not seen her. And her attorney. I believe some attorney, not going to say her attorney, has said that she's fine and okay. But her boyfriend won't let anybody go to her house. And her family said that they still haven't seen her. Right. Either. So. I ain't taking nobody's word to I see sis come out on a video. And even now, 
You can't trust videos. I got to hear. She got to come out and sing that she is okay. And then I'll be like, okay, Kelly Price is okay. It's just too much. Too many people going missing in in very close increments. Yeah. Like R.I.P. Jelani Day. That story is fucking wild. I've been hearing bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Um, something's not adding up. I don't, but uh and I, I don't just say RIP him because he's A and M alum, but as A and M alum, he's part of my family. So RIP to him. Condolences to his family. Uh also Gabby how do you say her last name? The young white girl who uh just uh, start with a P. P Pino P Piet Pieto? I mean, I don't wanna let me look up how to say it because I don't want to. Petito. I'm saying it wrong, of course. All apologies. Um, but they found her body. Apparently, there's a 19 year old girl out of Florida that's missing. Yeah. People go missing every day, especially a lot of young women. It's just crazy. Like, how? Like, We tend to do th- people not be around. Like, where do where do other people be at? Like, I don't know. It just blows my mind. I mean, if you think about it, some. Oh no, think like not to get too in detail, but it's just like one of my friends. That one day he nobody could find him, and he was dead. It happens. Like we're all so wrapped up in our worlds that. Like if some weird stuff happens, especially with somebody like uh, with Jelani, like he didn't show up to work, and people were like, "That's weird." Mm-hmm. Like he never shows up to work, but nobody, of course, is gonna think like, "Oh, something's wrong," or he's missing, right? Because people like that are that are reliable. You don't ever think of them. It's just like, okay, might have had a bad day, might got sick, whatever. Yeah, it's always like I'm sure they have a good excuse, whatever right. it is. So you don't think twice about that. Same with uh, Gabby. You don't think twice. Her thing is weird, too, because her boyfriend. Man, her boyfriend looks suspicious from jump. Yeah. And then he ref- uh, her fiance, he refused to talk about where she was mm-hmm. when she showed up missing. That's that was giving real uh Yoren Vandersloot. Yeah. Vibes. Like, yeah. Uh, a lot of people also uh have brought up that it was na- national news that everybody was looking for her body. And people weren't talking about Jelani until after they found Gabby. But I hate that we have to play them against each other because they're both victims of heinous crimes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, I hate that. Uh, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, but we know, we know, a a young, attractive white woman is going to get more attention. But I'm sad for her family as well. Um, and I hope Kelly Price is okay. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Because, yeah. The other thing is, like, as weird as it's going to sound, it's weird when celebrities just show up missing. 
is even yeah. probably weirder because you're like, these are people who are watched closely. Yeah, they have security, they have lawyers, they have assistants, they have all these type of people and family. Mm-hmm. So you just think of them as, and she lives in Atlanta. Atlanta's not, I know it's a big city, but as far as like, if you're famous, Atlanta's very small. True. But yeah, hopefully that, hopefully she's okay. Um, this shit is just weird. It's, it's some weird shit going on, man. I don't and like I, it. Um, it's Halloween season too. Like people getting crazy out here. Yeah, everybody be safe, man. Just anybody too. It's not just like we rightfully need to be protective of women and children and our elderly, but just in general, just be. Be safe, safe as you can, because mm-hmm. it's crazy people out here. And yeah, wow. What is up with those uh, Little House on the Prairie dresses That all these people are wearing Um Only thing I saw the other day was uh, Somebody saying that it was weird That like This style was kind of taken over Or whatever I've, I've seen different people say different things About it like these are so frumpy. How is this taking over? Or, you know, don't y'all think it's weird that this little house on the prairie style is bad? Like, what is with this? What is this about? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's those long uh, cotton floral jer- dresses. Yeah. That are like, uh, they're flowery. And then that they, uh, they're just loose. Like flowy. Yeah. Loose, flowy, typically long sleeved, just like, they're almost like a caftan. Old school house maiden type dresses. Somebody said pandemic stage, Mrs. Roper. I bought a variety of cotton caftan, moo-moo style dresses. Pilgrim dresses. On, on Etsy. And I plan to wear them unironically. What, what pandemic stage are you in? <laughs> Now that they see the the thing about it is like I don't hate those dresses. There are some people who really can style them up. Like if that's one of those styles to where if you're thin, you can rock it. It really don't even have to be thin. No, but like for me, like when I don't know if it's just me. Like baggy styles look better on thin. They could look more unironic. I mean more ironic than just Okay. I, I see what you're saying. Like People will see it be like, that's not just ill-fitting because of your body style. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really get... Like, it's just like those... The suits we were talking about last week, about, like, the men's suits being boxy or whatever. That shit works if you're thin. Mm-hmm. That is not... Because it looks like that's what you did on purpose and Right. Not, People won't scapegoat you and be like, well, he's just fat as fuck, so... It wasn't, it wasn't no <laughs> haphazard shit. Right. 
But <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Look at that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, when I went to get the food from Super Chicks. It was some girls that they were in there. Now I think they were also holiness, and I was thinking. That man, them holiness, bro. Like they probably love this shit. They like, oh, they rocking. They stole our whole fucking flow. <laughs> like, look at these bitches appropriating our culture. Right, them holiness Koji girls probably like. <laughs> <laughs> they stole. They stealing our shit, sis. <laughs> now, some some people can really swag swag them out. Like I'm not. I'm not upset at it. It is weird though how it just kind of stormed the scene it's and, a, and took over. It is based on those '70s styles though, too, because like, yeah, like that's straight us. Like this is us season, season one. That hippie <laughs> maxi dress. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just don't understand fashion at this point. <laughs> like. We we talked about it last week. Yeah, but no, it, I've really been thinking about you it. You really seem like you understood it last week. No, I, I understand. I no, okay. Let's back up. Let's <laughs> back up a little bit. I understand fashion, like you from do. a sense. You do. And I, I be feeling weird because I be like. Every now and then, I'll like explore a part of me that I'll be forgetting. Like, oh, that is tucked in this nerd brain. I'm a fashion nerd. But I did think when I was listening back, I was like, we are some bougie motherfuckers. <laughs> we know shit. We <laughs> right. know shit. Like, we breaking down uh, the Met Gala. We, we spent fashion inspirations. We spent more time breaking down the Met Gala styles. And I'm a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not really feeling that look. <laughs> Didn't really like the bagginess of the suit jacket. I un- like so I I love fashion first and foremost, but I don't understand why some styles happen. I, I get that they're happening and I can peep it, but I'll just be wondering why. And then also like, I'm sorry. Like when you say why Cause, cause, you know, if that's the case, why does anything happen? It's an inspiration that came from something. Yeah, but it just feels like because fashion is recyclable. It is. I guess the 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 weird feeling for me because I've also been looking at clothes and trying to buy new clothes, mm-hmm. and I realize. I'm more or less looking at shit that I was wearing like oh nine years ago, yeah. So like the jeans are baggier. But see, the thing about it all comes it all comes from high end first. That's the thing about trends is it's on the runway, and then people make it wearable every day. Yeah. So these dresses were probably on somebody's runway at some point. Yeah. And now they're in the stores. I get it. It's just, and also I get that seventies style is back. It's just like the bell bottoms. Seventy style will never leave. Some some parts of seventy style did leave because them them whole bell bottom looks weren't a rock for men clothing for a long time. But now boot cut looks and shit like that is back. 
Maybe not for men, but bell bottoms are still a thing for women. Oh yeah, they 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 were on that style for women. Definitely, I agree. Um, patterns are really cool with everybody. It's just like the bowling shirts and the fucking uh, what are they called? Camp shirts are cool for the men's. Paisley is back yeah. with a vengeance. I do like Paisley when done. Subtly is good. Paisley will never go away either. It won't. In some way, or yeah, it would always be around in some because it can literally. It's so versatile. Like you can go super Vera Bradley, bright Paisley, whimsical, or like it could be high fashion on a fucking satin suit, or or it could be as simple as a tie. A Paisley tie knocks always. Or a fucking bandana. <laughs> yeah. Paisley be on bandanas. Like, it can do so many things. Yeah, we be knowing shit, bro. <laughs> That's why when people be, I ain't gonna say who it was, but that's how they're like, uh oh, juice with the fashion sense. Like, bitch. <laughs> I know. I know shit. <laughs> right. I just hate it. The shit I hate now is sneakers. I fucking hate sneakers, you know. That y'all bitches have ruined the sneaker game for me. Yeah. I can't even look at Jordans. No. I just like I don't I don't I don't even want to look at you. It's it's to the point now where I'm just like if I see something that I know that I really want, I just have to prepare myself to pay the resale price. You know what shoes I have been feeling? I just said I'm out of sneakers, but <laughs> Those New Balance, uh, the ones I got, I like those, but it's the other ones. They're almost like eighty-ish style. I need to see them. Hey, New Balance been having some heat for the last like year or two. Yeah, New Balance is is up there. I've been really liking New Balance. Um. They Trump supporters, but fuck it. Uh, I need to get some more water. Okay. Please. Oh, yeah. The New Balance 550s. Dunks. Dunks Pretty much. Skateboard New Balances. Since I can't get fucking dunks, I'm looking at other shit. Those are, I can't remember how to say it. Amy Leon Door. I need to see it. I think they have a fashion line. I think it's a black owned fashion line. Yeah, New Balance got some heat. For sure. And I like that I can buy New Balance in kid sizes. He's not black, but he's one of them. Like, Action Bronson does a lot of stuff. Sean Watherspoon got a, a collab with Asics. That's pretty dope. But if I like, if I get down in size, I'm gonna be wearing shit. Like this shit be dope as fuck. I, I like love their, a good puffer coat. I like their hats too. Oh yeah. I gotta get more like the the style now with the hats. It has the side uh, patches. I like it. This is an example. Mm-hmm. So that like fitteds are back. Even though I still have snapbacks. Fitteds are back, but yeah. I'm uh 
I love a good trucker hat. But yeah, they have dope ass shit, like for men and women. Also, that grunge look is never gonna really go out of style. I agree. It's like streetwear staple. It's just timeless. Like what I like about his stuff is it's so clean, but it's I don't know. It's sportwear, but it's it's like collegiate, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like old style, like those are their crew crisp, decks. simple. Yeah. yeah, that's your that's your aesthetic for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> It's like one of my friends at Grandma said, they're like, you dress like a producer. <laughs> well, that is exactly who I dress. <laughs> I will take that as a compliment. Like, yeah. Simple looks. I might go flashy with the uh, shoes. That's usually about as much flash that's as your, I have. That's your statement piece. The yeah. shoe. The hats are usually pretty uniform. I just love hats. I have so many different types of hats. Ball caps. Fucking fucking uh, buggy hats. Fedoras. Trucker hats. I'm just a hatty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We just need to. (laughs) Berets. Beanies. I got them all. You know what I thought about the other day? This gonna sound insane. I thought about bringing Swifted Research back. Like the, your blog on Tumblr? Or just like... In general. Like, what made me think about it was because... Like, I got a Facebook uh, flashback thing. And it was me leaving a, uh, a message on my friend Gutta's uh, Facebook. Like, I think I'm formally asking for my blog to merge with your blog. And then, like, I, like I sent him a message on it. I was like... This totally would have worked. And he's like, yeah, I've been thinking about it all day. (laughs) (laughs) That totally would have worked. Because if I just had... The reason we've been doing this so long is because I got... It's you. Me and you. It's not just me. So I was like, man, yeah. But I thought about going get back and blogging. I don't know. I'd have to figure it out. What made you think about it? Just cause, I, like I was listening, like when I was listening to the Met, like let's talk about the Met Gala, and I like I haven't tapped into the fashion side of me in a long time. Hmm. It's always a part of me. I just don't talk about it as much. See, I feel like fall and winter always brings it out of me. Cause same. Listen, fall and winter is the season for fashion girls. Like I. Yes, as a fashion girl, I agree. <laughs> I want y'all to know, like, so the other day. Uh, I think it was Bird that had commented or tweeted. um, No, it wasn't him. It was one of his friends. Anyway, he had said, like, what does the cold weather do for us? Like, why do we embrace the cold? What does it do for us? What do we get out of it? And because it's a lot of niggas complaining, like, shit, it's going to get cold. I hate the cold. I hate the cold. I hate the cold. And I'm just like, like, love the cold. And I, I I quote tweeted it. I was like, us fashion girls like to layer. Yes, like we do. <laughs> we love a good layered outfit. We like details. You know what it is. This is the season where 
the pretty girls and the fat niggas uh, be dressing their asses. <laughs> <laughs> the stylish girls and the stylish fat niggas be like, oh yeah. I this can really it. be dressing. This is our moment. <laughs> right. Here we go. Like, I've been waiting <laughs> to get some of these fits off. These hoodies and crew decks. Oh, baby. <laughs> okay. Just because all y'all know is little two-piece sets. Right. Then ain't got nothing to do with me, baby. We finna be in fucking track suits and... Y'all had hot girl summer. <laughs> now it's time for the rest of us niggas to claim this shit. And listen, I be I be here for the hot girl summer shit. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. You know, I throw but, my biker shorts on almost every goddamn day. But you know, it's time for it. This is the season where you see who could really fucking dress. It's time to separate the boys from the men. Exactly. <laughs> and y'all niggas been slacking. <laughs> Like uh, these fit niggas been rocking the fucking short ass shorts. Mm. Y'all had y'all little season. It's fine. <laughs> what but, you gonna do now when you got to cover them knees up? Right, winter is coming, and it's we time gonna, to put that shit on. Right, get your fucking gear up, nigga. Man, listen, home, that's another thing about homecoming weekend. It's gonna be fashion show, Ooh. like a motherfucker. HBCU homecoming is undefeated for the fashions. It is outrageous. Yeah. Hey. And you can tell that people like went and spit money just for the weekend. It's a competition, nigga. People's shoes be fresh and brand new. Oh, yeah. Ain't never seen no white shoes whiter than you do at a HBCU homecoming. Yes. I love it. Outfits be crisp. Hey, that's that HBCU. Hey, you want to see niggas dressing. Go to like go to an HBCU on a like a Wednesday. Mm. That's the day where like everybody be going to class. So <laughs> that's when everybody be dressing. Mm-hmm. Like man, you be on uh, the yard on every uh, sunny Wednesday. Just out there, girls out there. Everybody fly as fuck. Everybody got every fucking J on. <laughs> it's just different. See of. Variety. The best thing about homecomings, though, is because you get all age demographics. Mm-hmm. You got the old people out here with they uh they finest. They got they uh they bay with them. <laughs> they got, they got the got grandkids. They, they motherfucking J Cruz and shit. Right. On. <laughs> you can tell. You could always tell an old HBCU <laughs> grant. They be fresh as fuck. Ah, uh, yeah, they do. And they pushing something fly as fuck. Like they always in a dope ass car. True. And then they get like, like I know this. Like this is. Hey, I'm from a long lot of HBCUs. I know these niggas. These professor ass fucking niggas. <laughs> oh man, what a great time! I can't wait to be a cool ass old black person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this young shit, nigga. I want to be out. I'm embracing growing old. I love this shit. Same here. Especially watching these motherfucking celebrities uh, get older. Like Serena Williams turned 40 today. I saw that. I'm just like, dang, Serena and Beyonce turned 40 in the same year. And they both fine as hell. And getting finer. Speaking of getting finer, Sierra. 
I, we talked about it a lot, but she put up that thirst trap yesterday. Yeah. And Russell Wilson got in the picture. Like, yeah. I was like, go ahead, my nigga. I was like, okay, then. That's why y'all got all these churn. Four is on the way. Churn. <laughs> I look, I don't hate no more. Like, if a nigga in the bag, a fine one, and he looks like he treated her right. That's goals as fuck. He is for sure treating her right. We all know that. Keep getting her pregnant, G. I respect it. Y'all got money. <laughs> she probably like, get off of me. <laughs> like he at her neck. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I don't know if you saw it's old news now, but uh Kadena and Deval are having a fourth boy. Who? Kadena and Deval Ellis. So a while back, <clears throat> they had a whole like video they do a podcast together and they have a YouTube channel, but it was like a viral video clip of um, them talking about like <laughs> sex and marriage. And like he was saying like, what was he talking about? Like not getting it as much as he needed to. Oh, uh, I, and why would she be me, upset? Yeah. Like if he wanted to go elsewhere to get it or blah, blah, blah. Something along those lines. Then everybody was like, ooh. Giving toxic <laughs> Yeah then they ended up saying like You know He said something like He felt pressured to be married And I was Yeah like, That's what like, <laughs> This is ooh. I remember that uh, But yeah they Swore for the longest That they were done having kids <clears throat> And She pregnant You be knowing these YouTube people like, Who the fuck is that Cause I started off watching them on YouTube. Cause I used to just watch a lot of like family vlogs. I don't know how I got into it. I per- it's kind of comforting, like watching people with their kids just every day. Like the kids be cute. I don't know. I always see the fucked up ones, the ones where they pull in uh, pr- pranks allegedly, and it'd be like so staged. You're like, oh yeah, no. y'all, what? Why y'all watch this shit? I hate those. Um, but yeah, I, my, what is my comfort watch on YouTube? I'm a weird ass nigga. Yesterday I was, I like watching architectural design videos. Mm. And then like, uh, interior design also. Oh, for sure. So I was watching this thing. I went out a rabbit hole where I was watching, uh, about uh, Maximus movement, not meant like the opposite of minimalist. It's like, yeah, I like that. And it's not like the gaudy uh, maximum maximalism, but it's like it's elements of minimalism, like clean lines and things. It's just done on a you're just higher. balanced. Yeah, it's more so about the patterns, not not necessarily the. Amount of things Right yeah. And I was like Yeah I like that And then I was also looking at More masculine designs of it Cause I've been thinking It's time to Actually have a house Like a grown up. <laughs> Cause I'm about to be out here dating <laughs> Again You know Well you know Your girl is all about Some interior design So Might have to collab <laughs> Got any questions Or ideas But yeah that's my go-to. That or uh, pimple popping videos is. Ugh, you want to know? Oh, I don't know what it is. 
Uh, you, my mom be watching that shit. But just ugh, watch. I don't know what it is. It's definitely a psychological thing, obviously, because those videos be going viral as fuck. Oh yeah. Um. Uh-uh. Or just watching things being cleaned in general. It's like watching something being pressure washed, or just like I don't know. There's just a satisfaction of seeing the end result of like the purge. I get you. What else do I like to watch? Um, of course, music documentaries or the making of albums and classic albums. That's always a go-to. Uh, I love watching cult doc documentaries. Hmm. Uh, cults have always fascinated me. Just the idea that you can control people enough to make them kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, leave their families behind or just or do anything you want them to do yeah but that's also why I've always been kind of interested in like politics because it's one and the same is he a politician or a cult leader (laughs) (laughs) what else uh I like to see Sometimes I like to watch the making of like companies, like especially like iconic brands and stuff, like how they started. Yeah, yeah, that is that's always interesting. I like watching how things are made in general. Yeah, like I used to love how it's made on yeah. the Discovery Channel. I just just love the Discovery Channel. Also, I miss Vice too. I have been watching a lot of old. Uh, Interviews of Thomas um, Morton, mm-hmm. the dude that did Balls Deep. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they let him go from Vice. And I'm like, why the fuck? Yeah, Vice just kind of like died. After Deezus and Mira left, it was over. It was a wrap. Now, I have been watching on Vice on uh, Hulu. Is, uh, they have this documentary series called The Dark Side. So they have one dark side of wrestling. And it's really good. It goes into just different wrestlers and like their controversies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I had one dark side of the 90s, and it's like a 10-part documentary. And it, each episode talks about like a different show or movement. So they had one about Baywatch, and it was like, wow, these niggas is really out here. And then uh, they have dark side of football. It's good. Well, yeah, Vice still got some good shit. It's just just a lot of dark side of football. Dark side of wrestling is the crazy one. Like, uh, the second season starts off with Chris Benoit. That shit was insane. That's the wrestler that killed his wife and uh, son. Yeah. I'm a casual wrestling. Like, I I talk about wrestling a lot. I don't know if people... I'm sure people on Twitter realize it. Mm-hmm. But I don't watch a lot of modern wrestling, but I fucks with it. I haven't watched wrestling since middle school. I, wrestling and hip hop go hand in hand. It's always about the show and it's about mic work. That's why I love like Ric Flair. Because Ric Flair used to be just talking that shit. Him and Dusty Rhodes are the best. And I think everybody loves Ric Flair. Yeah. Ric Flair, hey, 
That's a swaggy ass white boy. That's the shit. Black people love a swaggy ass fucking white dude. This is true because everybody loves fucking Jack Harlow. Yeah. He has a real hive out here. Um, I don't think Jack Harlow is that attractive though. Like people, he he definitely has a suave personality, and I think that that has a lot to do with it. But everybody act like he's just so fine, and I'm like, mm. yeah, I don't see it for fine. I th- I I think it's probably is the personality thing, but. The way some of these women be talking, I think they are aesthetically attracted to the homie. They definitely are. And then I've seen like on TikTok, like just different interactions with him, like girls meeting him at concerts and how he's like just very like, you know, intimate with them and just like that, personal. That uh, picture of uh, Sweetie, he's looking at Sweetie and she looked back. I'm like, that nigga got the sauce. At the BET Awards? I haven't seen that. You didn't see that? Mm-mm. What? I'll be on Twitter all day. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I be like, I feel like I'm the watcher. Like, I be seeing all the shit. But this went viral. I don't think I knew who he was at that point. I literally just realized what the fuck he looked like maybe last month. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is the... Yeah, I don't remember that. That is a deadly look. Man, I love when women give me that look. That's the sexiest shit in the fucking world. Mm -hmm. Is she looking at me like that? (laughs) Yeah, big daddy. That shit. Man, that lucky ass fucking nigga. God damn. That video of Jack Harlow where he was talking about uh, the library thing, like the uh, <laughs> where people turn old newsstands into the library. Where is it? That shit had me fucking rolling. Where I'm from, I don't know if they have it out here. They have little boxes in public. You can open them up, and there's little books inside. It's a little library. Yes. Take a book, put it back. Never done it. I just like walking past them. Can you read? Do you... What the hell is this? I was watching a... You... Sorry, I meant, do you like to read? <laughs> the same one. Well, Can from, you read? <laughs> uh, that same one where he was... She was asking him, like, if he wanted kids, and he said he wanted, like, like 12 daughters or some shit. Like, yeah. some outrageous number. That nigga is weird, bro. Oh, the Macbeth trailer. Oh, yeah, that did look really dope. Denzel is going to destroy that role. I was like, what is this 300-ass shit? Right. And then you saw Denzel. I was like, oh, fuck. With white hair. And what's the girl's name? What's her name? Uh, can act her ass off. Playing, she's playing Lady Macbeth. Or the Scottish lady. I have to see the trailer again to be able to tell you what? who it is. Francis McDormand. She is a great actress. Her name is not Ring the Bell. I, I need to see her face. You know her. She was in Fargo. 
She's won like two Oscars. Didn't she? She looked like she definitely has like a typecast for like crazy role. She, uh, I'm trying to remember. All right. What would you, all right. Have you seen Almost Famous? Yes. With Drew Barrymore? No. That's, uh, wait. Wait. What am I thinking of? Describe the movie. The cover of it is like sunglasses. <laughs> it's like a girl's face. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not Drew Barrymore. It's, uh, Kate Hudson. What am I thinking of? That's the cover of, Almost Famous. I know I've seen Almost Famous, but why did I think it was Drew Barrymore? Mm-hmm. But I'm almost thinking, fam- I might be thinking of Never Been Kissed. Almost Famous is about it's about a fictitious band in the seventies, and this kid is a writer for Rolling Stone, and he goes on a tour with the band. Mm-hmm. But she plays his mom. She's in Fargo. She's in Burn After Reading. Uh, but anyway, she's. She's playing Lady Macbeth in it, opposite Denzel, and that shit's going to be fucking amazing. Whenever I think about Macbeth, I think about Miss Taylor. Yeah. We did have that class together, too. I've loved Macbeth since that, too. I love Miss Taylor. She was so passionate about Macbeth. Yeah. Hey, shout out to all the teachers that actually made us like fall in love with some dope shit. True. That means they were passionate about it. Right. Like, I'll never forget I had Miss Rogers. She was only at Buckhorn a year. I never had Miss Rogers. Um, she was young, Miss Rogers. She was, she, she was only like 24, 25. Oh, wait. Which one? Our freshman year, she was my freshman uh, literature teacher. She left Buckhorn the next year. She was cute, dude. But uh, we let we read To Kill a Mockingbird and we read uh, the the Odyssey, and then she showed us uh, a brother without thou in class, and I've been in love with that movie ever since. I love To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, I don't know why, because it wasn't like a happy story. <laughs> I mean, it's a classic though. Yeah. And it's an Alabama classic. I I wanted to read the, uh, even though Harper Lee didn't authorize it, I wanted to read the uh, the sequel to Killing Mockingbird that came out like three years ago. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, something about the Watchmen. What is it? Because people were mad about it. Because in it, Atticus isn't like Atticus shows that he's racist also, mm-hmm. and people were mad because you know for a certain level of uh, white liberal, Atticus Finch is the greatest character of all time. Mm-hmm. Go set a Watchman, and it t- it's supposed to take place twenty years after the events of To Kill a Mockingbird. Hmm. I don't know if I saw about that, but that's the cover. When it came out, it was like big news because she had never she never came out with another book after To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, so she she essentially was Lauren Hill. Hey, we, once you drop Miss Education, do you got to come out with something else? That's it. Speaking of that, the Fugees are reunited, 
and going on tour. What? Yeah. When is this happening? In a couple of weeks. Everybody going on tour now that the world is back open. Yeah. But yeah. So we don't know how long that's going to last because, you know, Lauren is is known to miss a set or two. Ooh, Lauren is known to miss a lot of things. But we got uh, Wycliffe, Proz, and Lauren on Hill. I mean, Lauren on uh, on the tour. Uh, we all over the place. <laughs> like, to those who uh, listen to um, the Tipping Point podcast, they have a, a section... I'm not going to steal their name because I'm sure Gatry's listening anyway, it goes. But <laughs> they do uh, discuss or trash. Mm-hmm. So we just going to do a quick uh, version of that. So we just I'm just going to start naming random shit to see what we should talk about. Okay. There's a Kanye documentary coming out on Netflix that discusses uh, like the beginning. This is the trailer. Yo, but you ain't gonna see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two words, United States, no love, no breaks, low brow, high stakes, crack smoke, black folks, Big Macs, fat folks, ecstasy, capsules, presidential scandals, everybody move. Two words, most dead, Kanye, hot shit, calm down, get back, ghetto people got this, game pawn lock shit, gone pawn cock shit, we don't stop shit, everybody move. Two words, BKNY, bed style, too hard, too hungry, too many, that's why these streets, no game, can't ball, don't play, heavy traffic, one lane, everybody. Move. Two words, most death, K West, hot shit. Calm down, get packed. Kettle people got this. Game pawn lock, gun pawn cock. We don't stop. Most in the rock. Hey, yo, two words, shot town, south side, worldwide. Cause I rep that till I fucking die. One neck, two chains, one waist, two gas, one wall, 20 plaques. Dudes, babe, give me that. I am limelight, blueprint, five mics. Go get his rhyme like, should have been signed twice. Most imitated, Grammy nominated, hotel accommodated, cheerleader prom dated, barbershop player hated, mom and pop bootlegged it. Felt like it rained till the roof caved in. But two words, Shot town raised me crazy, so I live by two words. Fuck you, pay me. Screaming, Jesus, save me. You know how the game be. I can't let them change me. Cause on judgment day, you gon' blame me. Look, God, it's the same me. Basically, no, now we get racially profiled, cuffed up and hosed down, pimped up and hold down. Plus, I got a whole city to hold down from the bottom, so the top's the only place to go now. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Up and hold down. Oh, that's, that's me and K West. Oh shit. 2002. It's called Gene. Yes, and it's coming soon on Netflix. I mean, we're for sure gonna watch that. I'm gonna be so invested in that shit. It's gonna be like the Last Dance all over again. <laughs> Speaking of Last Dance, shout out to that nigga Keith. Who did you watch the uh, Malice in the Palace documentary Mm-mm. on Netflix? Not yet. He called it the last hands. <laughs> I was fucking weak for fucking days when he tweeted that shit. 
perfect. <laughs> Ooh, we. That's hilarious. We gotta have that nigga back on. Uh, it was the uh, 30th anniversary of Low End Theory and Nirvana's Nevermind a couple of days ago. Nirvana. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, uh, what's his name? A.J. Johnson. Ezel from Friday. Oh. Oh. Yeah, somebody was talking about how um, his wife was asking for, they were asking for like money for the funeral or some shit. I think so. Like he uh, apparently died a couple weeks ago and they just announced it. Oh, have you seen the ongoing debate about is Drake uh, more popular than Michael Jackson at his height? No. We got started. Making sure that kids <laughs> born in 1998 are not allowed to discuss Ooh, music with please. us. Please. We. Please. We were born in 88. The first celebrity both of us knew, I'm, I'm sure, was Michael Jackson. Like, we always have known who Michael Jackson is. True or not. These are facts. The first album we really remember Michael Jackson coming out with was dangerous about 91 92 like remember the time and all of that that was the tail end of his peak and three and four year olds knew who he was Michael Jackson was a level of famous that there would never be on earth again and there never was before him I'm trying to see what is my first like Michael Jackson memorable song. I honestly think it has to be Remember the Time. The first Michael Jackson like true like like I remember it happening live is I mean not live but I remember when the black or white video premiered because it premiered like on multiple stations, like in prime time. Mm-hmm. They don't do that shit no more. Like you turn on Fox at seven o'clock and they go premiere the Michael Jackson video. That's the first thing I ever really remember. But the remember the time video was always amazing to me because, you know, Egypt and stuff. But. That was the tail end of Mike. It's like that level of famous because, you know, the allegations came out right after that. At no point has Drake ever been anywhere close to that level of famous. Yeah, it's too soon. He'll never get there. <laughs> like, it's too be- soon. Beyonce isn't that famous. And you know how we feel about Beyonce. You know how we feel about Beyonce. Jay-Z isn't that famous. This is a level of fame that nobody has ever been in. He's he was bigger than Elvis. Yeah. Like Elvis died in what 75? That was before like cable was a thing. Yeah, it's it's just a case of people not being able to see past 
what's in front of where them where they're at. But you, like we gotta stop doing that. Like I get that that's the new move for for hot takes, yeah. saying outlandish, stupid shit. But when you really think about it, nobody has ever been that famous. The only other, this might sound blasphemous to some of y'all, but the closest level of fame that is is a man that died at age 33 around (laughs) 20-something AD. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. The level of fame, and he wasn't even that famous when he was alive. True. He was real (laughs) low-key. He kept it low-key, but his homies put on for him after he died. He was a real one. Yeah, they did. But yeah, we didn't see pictures of that of that uh, young man. We saw a video of Mike at hotels with hundred thousand people outside his fucking hotel. Yeah, like somebody said, Kanye leaked Drake's address and nobody showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, there's no way. There's no way. There's just no way. There's no way. Now, Drake is a superstar Absolutely. of the highest that's, level. That's not anything to deny. Michael Jackson stood silent for five minutes at the Super Bowl and niggas just cheered. Grown men. And cried. Grown men used to cry and faint when they saw Michael cry. Jackson. Cry. Fucking cry. I ain't crying for Drake. <laughs> I ain't cried for nobody. No. Nah. Now, if I saw Beyonce and she said, hey, Juice. Might lose it. I might lose it. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I'll be so, That'll be the one. That uh, Look, you wouldn't be able to tell me shit. <laughs> I wouldn't want to beat Jay-Z. I feel, like, I feel like Jay-Z would just be an asshole. He might not be, but I wouldn't definitely wouldn't want to meet Kanye. I feel like Jay Z would be quiet in person. Yeah, but like he also probably look at you weird when you like are freaking out that he's Jay Z. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm Jay Z. Okay. (laughs) I feel like he'd be quiet and standoffish. I would not want to meet Kanye because. I don't know what the fuck happened. Kanye would act like you're a fucking peasant. Every time I see him with fans, though, he he's always really cool. Really? I don't think I've actually, ever actually seen him interact with fans. Like, when he's interacting with paparazzi and shit? No. Yeah. But niggas that love him, he be... <laughs> hey, that's that God complex. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye ain't that fucking famous. No. There's nobody on earth that's as famous as Michael Jackson was. Mm-mm. The day Michael Jackson died, everything fucking stopped. And it was a Friday. You ain't that shit ain't happened, bro. Yeah, that was ooh, that was some news. It was like, what the fuck you mean Michael Jackson's fucking oh, dead? Oh, that ad. That was some news, honey. Michael Jackson was so famous. <laughs> That Farrah Fawcett died the exact same day, and nobody <laughs> ever remembers that fucking shit. That's so crazy. And Farrah Fawcett was an icon. That is so crazy. But Michael Jackson was Michael fucking Jackson. I mean, whew. 
Countries that hated America loved Michael Jackson. <laughs> that would really suck to die the day a legend dies. Yeah. Jeez. Like, yeah. yeah, they were cool, but so Michael no Jackson. No one cares about me, huh? Right. That'd be my fucking look. I'd die the same day Kanye died. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ain't this some sick shit? <laughs> Nobody care about you. Fucking Drake, though. Niggas. Fuck no. And then people also were mentioning Drake got booed at a Tyler the Creator concert. <laughs> he did, and he got emotional about it. That was weird, though. Them unappreciative ass fans. And then somebody else was like, I mean, they would have probably booed Michael Jackson, too. Like, yeah, they might have. You think so? Tyler Crater fans are fucking weird. They don't like that Tyler likes these people. Tyler asked Drake to come as a solid to him, and these niggas booed. <laughs> That's a level of, like, it's just like <laughs> that time Philly fans booed Kobe at the All Star game. Oh, yeah. And Kobe's from fucking Philly. <laughs> <laughs> they also booed Destiny Show. Santa Claus one time. How the fuck do you boo Santa Claus? Philadelphia is a weird place. I want to go to Philly. Philly seems like some black ass shit that I would really like to experience. Mm-hmm. I want to go like to black ass places. Houston. Been to Houston. Houston is. I like Houston. I've never been to Houston. Everybody says that I need to go and that the men are fine. So. Didn't one episode you joke on us for saying that women are fine in certain places? I did. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Beow, beow, beow. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of places that Atlanta is a lot of beautiful women. I feel like there's no shortage of beautiful women now. You can literally find, like, you can go to any diner in the world and there might be a waitress there that is a knockout. Mm-hmm. And she just living her everyday life. Just a bad bitch in normal society. <laughs> Straight up. Niggas ain't like that. <laughs> Niggas ain't just minding they fucking business and they good look. <laughs> Niggas don't mind their business and be fine at the same time. <laughs> Niggas want you to know <laughs> that they that nigga. These so even if they in a small ass town, they fucking at least 30 people in the town. For sure. And got kids all over the motherfucker. That sucks. It must suck to be attracted to men. Like, that's gotta be some trash-ass fucking shit. Yeah, it's pretty tragic.